Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. What is going on, ladies? I hope you're having the best day ever. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. So today what we're talking about is 10 to 15 things I've learned about weight loss over the last 10 years, okay? These are things that I wish I knew when I first started, but also things that some of these, like you probably already heard, but you haven't listened to them and you probably should, is kind of the the way that I'm going with this. So if right now you're someone who, you know, you're working out, you're eating healthy, but you're not seeing results, you are focusing on increasing your intensity, you're trying to get enough sleep, you're trying to get enough water. And you know, you just feel like your body's stuck, then this is for you. Okay. So the first thing that I want you to get out of your head is that your body is stuck at a certain weight. When you get to a certain weight, and you maintain it for over a year, your body kind of re like, it's kind of like its natural set point at that point. And so to get yourself lower, it is going to require some work. And I think a lot of the times we just think it requires less work than it actually does. Okay. And so understanding that like, if you're you're sitting all day and then you're working out and you are trying to do a bit of cardio that might not be enough to combat how much sitting and how much you're eating like that just is a thing so instead of like getting upset about it or being like this isn't fair it's simply about just like moving more just focusing on getting up in the morning and trying to move a bit at lunch trying to move a bit um, after work like you've got to focus on movement um, because all day you've been sitting okay so that's kind of like we're all start this and you guys are probably like holy smokes that's where we're starting but we're going to start there and then we'll kind of go from there so the first thing that i would say is like in terms of things that i learned is that when you're looking for a secret to avoid the work, there isn't one. Um, I always see like, does anyone have any tips or tricks to lose weight? Does anyone have this? There's no tips or like guys, weight loss is a scientific equation. It is literally you do this plus this equals this. There is not like a, you know, a a pill. There is not, I've tried all of it, all of it. You think if like, if there is something that would help you, I would let you know, you know what I mean? And so the thing is, is like, there's no secret. There's no tip. There's no trick. And the faster that you just like stop telling yourself how hard this is and start telling yourself that like you can do it and start focusing on the things that you need to do every day, rather than the end goal, you're going to see way more progress. The second thing is there's no specific foods that are going to help you lose weight and you need to focus on portions. So I get this question a lot as well, which is like, like, what do I eat? What am I supposed to eat to lose weight? What am I supposed to eat to gain strength? What am I supposed to do? Whatever. Like growing up, you know, you know, like you've already been told it's protein, it's veggies, it's fruits, it's whole grains. Your problem isn't that you don't know what to eat. It's that you don't want to eat it. And you're looking for an easier way to get this stuff in because it's not as palatable as like McDonald's guys, healthy food is never going to taste the same as McDonald's. McDonald's has made sure that they've literally like they have teams to make sure that their food tastes freaking delicious so that you want to keep eating it. Like they literally have teams to do that. And so understanding that like, it's not going to taste the same, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to make you feel a certain way. Instead of focusing on how it tastes in the moment, I switched my focus to focusing on how I feel after I eat it. 
And it has drastically changed the type of foods that I consume because I feel better after I consume them. Which ones give me energy? Which ones don't? Which ones mess up my digestion? Which ones don't? That's how I base my food. It's not based on how it tastes. And like, yes, sometimes I do want something that's like really delicious. And so I go and eat it. But the thing is, is like the faster that you realize that like there's no like you're going to feel better when you start eating healthier foods. And it's just one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, when you like should go get gas and you don't, but then you do and you're like, Oh, I'm glad I did that. So I'm not stressing about it anymore. It's kind of like weight loss. And it's kind of like eating food, right? Like eating healthier food. Like if you just keep eating foods that make you feel anxious and make you feel like you're not progressing, you're just going to sit in that suffering. Like you just keep prolonging it instead of actually just going and eating the food that you should be eating. And like, you know what you should be doing, you're just sabotaging yourself for whatever which reason. There's tons of things I can get into like the therapy part of it, you know, another time, but that's like basically where we're going to just leave that for today. Okay. Um, the next one is your body isn't stuck. You're just periodically eating too much. So I'm going to give you guys a really good example and you're probably going to be surprised by this. So I'm going to give you an example. Ozempic. Okay. Big topic right now. Everyone's been asking me what my opinion of Ozempic is. And to be honest, I actually don't have any issue with it. So I came to this realization probably, I would say like oh, six months ago, that we have an obesity problem. There's 70% of the population is obese right now. Go to the grocery store, you'll see it, okay? Everybody's overweight. And so the thing is, is that eventually they are going to have to make something to help people lose weight because there's going to be issues like reproduction. There's going to be issues like diseases like basically ERs and hospitals and things like that are going to get over flooded is the word I was looking for over flooded, right? There's going to be a lot of like implications from people being overweight. There's also going to be potentially food shortages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? All these health problems. Um, and so what I came to the understanding is, is that we're going to have to have something that helps people lose weight when they can't do it themselves there's going to have to be something because otherwise, yeah, it's, there's a problem right now. There's literally, there's like, they have to fix this problem on this side of the world. Okay. So do I agree that like you should be taking a diabetic drug? Not exactly, but the premise still remains. Okay. And what I'm getting at with this is that your body isn't stuck because you think that Ozempic is going to work for you. Ozempic makes you eat less. It literally just triggers something in your brain that drops your appetite, which makes you eat less, which makes you lose weight. So if you're honest with yourself and you actually trust and like you were as honest with yourself as much as you trust Ozempic, you'd actually lose weight. Because right now you go to put your food in my fitness pal and you're not tracking certain foods because you feel guilty about it. But as soon as you're on Ozempic, you're probably making healthier choices also. Like if you if I told you, hey, by doing this exactly, you're going to lose weight, you are going to start naturally making better decisions. It's kind of like a placebo effect, right? It's like as soon as you join a program and you commit, even if it's a free challenge, you start eating healthier. It's just like one of those things that happen, right? And so understanding though, that like if you take that, and then you um, decide to keep your habits the same, if you have to stop that for whatever which reason, like it runs out, it's too expensive, whatever the case might be, because it is like 300 plus dollars per month, depending, right, which is also, by the way, the same as roughly a coach would be. So I'm just saying it's the same thing. But the thing is, is like, you are going to see that your weight's going to come back on just like anything else. So at the end of the day, like you can keep looking for all these like magical answers. But realistically, like you need to go work out and you need to eat healthy. And like, you know, this, you're just not doing it. And 
there's a million reasons why I find like that's a personal answer, but that's for you to figure out. Okay. Why are you not doing the things that you're doing? And instead of even asking why it's like, what other areas of my life do I not have control in that I'm looking for control in my food and with my emotions. And like, I find a lot of ladies aren't able to emotionally regulate. And that's what really like throws you off is just like, as soon as something happens, it's the end of the world. And then you reach for food. Yeah. It's just like one of those things that you've got to work on. And it might be through therapy. It might be through whichever, but the thing is, is like your body isn't stuck. You're just periodically eating too much because every like guys, we've had over a thousand women on our program. There's only been two ladies that were insulin resistant. So that's why I also laugh when I see like people are like, yeah, like I didn't lose weight on a workout program. I'm like, yeah, because like food is important and like you're eating more than you think. Uh, the next one is you're not working out as hard as you think you are. And all I'm going to say for this is trust me, next time you go lift, add 2.5 to 5 pounds to each of your lifts trust me, you can lift it. So that's just your that's your homework for today is 2.5 to 5 pounds on each of your lifts, other than like maybe like lateral raises and bicep curls. I don't know, like those are kind of like smaller muscles, but go add some like 2.5 to 5 pounds on your lifts, I guarantee you can lift heavier. Okay, you've been so low on calories for so long, it's probably time to increase your food and focus on strength and non scale wins for a bit before you try and see the scale change again. If you're so exhausted with trying to lose weight, and you're just like, I've been trying to do this forever. Honestly, it's time to increase your calories, focus on looking at your photos, focusing on measurements, focusing on lifting heavier, focusing on eating foods without feeling restricted, like you need a break from dieting. And if you're watching this, you're probably exhausted from trying to diet, or you're one of my clients, and you're coming off of a reverse diet. So good for you. But the thing is, is like, that's something that you really need to focus on is really making sure that you are in a good headspace when it comes to losing weight. Um, Because again, it's easy to do it for like six to eight weeks, which we normally do for like fat loss phases. And then you get a little bit of a break. And then we kind of do it again. It's a lot easier to stay consistent when you know that it's a set period of time. And it's not just like ongoing. Okay. Um, Most people also don't track accurately. So this is something that I also struggled with when I first started Um, not tracking accurately, we like to like round up and round down and you have no idea. We're very, very bad humans in general, very bad at like eyeballing portions, like terrible at it. And so either use like a cup system. So like using cups, I find that super helpful because sometimes I don't want to weigh out my food because it drives me nuts, the stupid thing. And I'm like pressing the button and it's like driving me annoyed. Like I just get annoyed. So even if you do like a cup or something like that, you roughly know, you know, roughly how much the cup weighs or like if it says it on the cup, how much like milliliters, whatever, it's not going to be perfect, but it's still going to be more accurate than if you just eyeball it. So I like to do that. The other way that you can do it is based on your hand. So protein, the size of your palm, Uh, you know, if you like cup your hand, that's the size for your carbs. So think about how much fries they give you at a restaurant. Again, it's normally double to triple that. So eat one third of that fistful of carbs or veggies, like that's going to be your veggies, like your greens, your peppers, your onions, things like that. And then normally, it's like a thumb full of fat. So normally, it's trace fats, it's like salad dressing from your meat, things like that, that you're going to get your fat sources, or if they have like nuts, cheese, things like that, just like a little bit of it sprinkled on rather than like a whole ton of it. Okay, eating healthy isn't that fun. And it's never going to be as tasty as processed food. I think that you just need to accept that it's like when you make those macro friendly, like recipes, right? Like they don't ever taste the same. And you're just like, I just want a cupcake. Why did I do this? Like, they're good, but they're not that good. Let's just be real here. They don't taste the same. And so like going into it, if you expect it to taste the same, it's not going to. So just knowing that it tastes different and like, it's just, it's still good, but it's not as good. It never will be in my personal opinion, doesn't mean that you still can't make it delicious. Okay. Your low calorie foods have no nutrients. So you're getting hungry at night because you don't eat enough during the day. I used to stack my food every single day filled with low calorie foods. And uh, what happened was every night I was starving. And I also had a lot of deficiencies, nutrients 
nutrient deficiencies um, because I wasn't eating food that actually had nutrients in it. So vitamin C, vitamin D, um, iron, like was all very low because I was having like these like low calorie salads with no with no protein in it, or I would have sugar free jellos and like low calorie snacks and all these kind of things. Um, if you focus on making sure your meals are packed and they're nutrient dense, like how can I get two to three really like solid protein, carbs, fats, meals in a day? And when I say that, you're like, Oh, my God, what do I eat, guys, eggs and potatoes and like some veggies, or, you know, like a breakfast sandwich, or like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what to eat, you know what you like, if you need help with healthifying them, I put something up on my story to basically help you guys. It was like, you know, drop your favorite, uh, meal and I will help you make it like more balanced kind of thing. So if you ever need help with that, let me know. But a lot of the times, like say you want mac and cheese, I really want mac and cheese. Awesome. How can I add protein to it? So mac and cheese is fats and carbs. How can I add protein to it? Okay. Or like, I want to have steak. Okay. Steak is fats and protein. Okay. So what can I add to that to make a veggie or a carb? Right? So it's like, okay, well, I want, do I want potatoes or rice? Potatoes? Do I want broccoli or this, this, right? You can give yourself options. And then that way you keep it interesting. I think it's like really overthought. It's because you're trying to find like low calorie snacks instead of just like eating meals. Like it's at a certain point, I feel like adults need to just learn that you need to eat some meals. You're like, well, I like to eat snacks. I'm like, cool. I like McDonald's doesn't mean that like that's something that you should keep doing forever, right? That's a habit. Your habit is that you eat snacks. And it might be because when you were a kid, all you did was eat snacks. It might be because through your adult life, that's all you've been doing because you haven't had time to make meals. It doesn't mean that that's something that you need to keep doing. Okay. Like I used to eat snacks all the time. Also, I learned to start eating meals because it made me feel better. It's just something that you can learn. It's not a qual. It's not a character trait of who you are. You're not someone who snacks. Like I am someone who snacks. No, you are someone who learned that snacking was easier than making full meals, right? You're someone that learned that like eating smaller portions was supposed to be better but now you're eating like 800 calories and you're starving at night. It's different. Just because it's lower calorie doesn't mean it's better for fat loss. I see people do this all the time. So like we'll go to a restaurant and they'll order like the flatbread because it's like 500 calories or 800 calories instead of the full meal. However, when you get home, you're still hungry and then you end up overeating because you're still hungry or you haven't eaten before then. And then you eat the 800 calorie flatbread and then you eat something later. So you're better off actually just getting the meal that you want to get at the restaurant that has carbs, fats, protein, even if it's like 1300 calories. The thing is, is that like, it says that but you can always just like eat what you want so if I get like a sandwich and fries I will get I will eat the sandwich and then I'll have like a few fries but I'm not gonna eat the whole thing or like if I get chicken and vegetables and mashed potatoes I'm gonna eat half of the mashed potatoes I'm not saying that carbs are bad but when you go to a restaurant they always overload the side so if you go somewhere and they overload your side, just eat half of it instead or eat half of your sandwich, eat more of the other side and eat the vegetables. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you have to just like completely avoid it. It's just, you also just don't have to finish it. Everyone's like, oh, finish your plate. You don't have to finish your plate ever. You can bring it home. You can throw it out. You can do whatever you want. It's your money. It's your plate. Like do what you want with it. So yeah, that's the way that I see that. Um, okay. What's another one that I thought of? 1200 calorie diet plus cardio only program. Surefire way to increase your hunger levels and overeat. If you guys really want to become ravenous, eat 1200 calories and basically run or do a ton of cardio for like five days straight. You'll feel exhausted and you'll be super hungry and you'll overeat like crazy. Okay. 
So if you really want to like an unsustainable way of losing weight, that's a really good one. Did that for years. I'm just saying it doesn't work that well. And you're going to crave a lot of like carbs and, and a lot of sugars and stuff like that. It's not the food you eat. It's the guilt you hold after and the actions you take in response. So what I mean by this is like, it's not the foods you eat. So you're like, Oh, well, I ate a piece of cake. Now I feel guilty or I ate a bag of chips. It's the guilt that you're holding on to after. So like when you eat that, and then you feel bad about it. And then you say, fuck it. And you eat everything after anyways, or you go over your calories. And then you're like, Oh, it doesn't even matter now. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. Like if you go over by 200 calories, that's like nothing. That's like two spoonfuls of ketchup. If you really think about it, it's like two spoonfuls of ketchup, maybe three. Okay. It's not a big deal. Maybe it's like one pop worth. Like it's like not a big deal. But then when you add 700 calories to it, you're literally just screwing yourself over because you're like, you're, you feel so guilty. Like it doesn't make any sense, right? Like it's like, imagine if your, your kid came home from, uh, I always use math because I hate math. They come home and they fail a math test and then they're like, screwed. I'm just not, I'm going to like leave the entire class. You're like, no, you're not. You're going to go back in and you're going to try again. Right. But for you, you're like, ah, never mind. Like I'm not doing this. Like the, right. Cause like I suck and I, it's not perfect. And because it's not perfect, then I'm out. Cause I suck and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you don't suck. It doesn't have to be perfect. And honestly, just keep going. Keep trying. Ask for help. Be like, Hey, I ate this food and all of a sudden it was over in calories and I don't understand why I can't hit my calories. I need help. Very, 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 very underused term for women. I understand that everyone is coming to you for help, but you need help also. So make sure that you ask for it. Okay. It's not embarrassing. If it like, this is the thing. I think a lot of women, especially like we always look at men and we go, your ego is so big. You never want to ask for help. Y'all did the same thing. Y'all do the same thing. Okay. And I know this because I used to do this too. I didn't want to ask for help because I wanted other people to think that I knew what I like, what I was doing. However, that kept me stuck often. And it also made me feel super alone and it made me feel super isolated. And it made me feel like I wasn't good enough. And it made me feel like I should know how to do this, but I didn't know how to do this. And the thing is, is that like, which only made it worse because then I never actually saw the result that I wanted. And then that also solidified the fact that I wasn't good enough at what I was doing. And the thing is, though, is, is that like, why would I have been good enough at what I was doing? Because I had never done it before. And so understanding that I was a beginner, and I needed to be a student instead of being the teacher when I was used to being the teacher, but I needed to be a student in this area of my life. And that's how I got better. And every single area of my life, I learn, 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 I'm always like trying to soak up as much knowledge as I can, because I would rather be not this I like I never want to be the smartest person in the room if I am again I'm in the wrong room so if you guys right now are in the spot where like you're like I'm the only one focusing on my fitness you're in the wrong room which means that you need to either pay to get into a room you need to join a free community or you need to have some kind of resource that gets you where you need to go and around people that are doing what you're doing because what you're doing right now isn't working it's not working otherwise you would be at your goal okay you're stuck because you think you're doing everything perfectly but you know you're not but you're still insisting to do it on your own instead of asking for help so basically what I just said but kind of said a little bit differently you need to ask for help okay like you're not doing everything perfectly otherwise it would work your body isn't stuck it's just you're not doing the things that you need to be doing you can accept that you're not good at something so you don't want to ask for help but you feel stuck again just going off of what we said and you don't track what you don't want to see and then you wonder why you're stuck so if you aren't tracking like on the weekend drop some fire if you're on the live stream if you guys like had food or alcohol on the weekend no one's going to want to admit to this but and you didn't put it in my fitness pal because you didn't want to see it or if you've ever done that 
that is also what's holding you back nine times out of 10. I can't tell you how many clients I was like, what is going on with this? Like, why are they like not losing weight? And then I messaged them and I was like, okay, one to 10. How honest have you been with tracking? Like, let's just be real here. Like cut the shit. Have you been tracking everything? And they're like, definitely not. And then they started tracking their food. And it was like, instead of eating, say like 2,200 calories, they were eating like 4,400 calories a day. And I was like, one, very impressed that you're able to maintain at 4,400 calories, but also what the fuck, right? Like what the fuck? And then they're like, my body's stuck. I'm like, no, it's just, I didn't know what you were doing, right? Like I can't read your mind. Like, I don't know when you're going to the fridge and snacking on things or going to the pantry or whatever, like you need to put it in. Otherwise I can't help you. And the thing is, is like, I think it comes from a fear of being judged. But the thing is, is like, if you have a good coach, they don't judge you. They're just here to help, right? Like, even if you're like overeating every single day, I don't care. I just want to help you. Like I've been there too. I used to literally eat like after my show guys, I ate an entire pizza, like a large pizza to myself. And then I ate an entire, like two pounds of wings. And then I had like one of those Hershey, um, like those pizza, I think it's a pizza hut, like skillet brownie things to myself. And then I drank like a full two liter thing of pop. Like that's how hungry I was. Like I literally didn't have any hunger signals anymore. I would eat and I was literally like distended and I would just like keep eating because I still felt hungry and I'd be like eating and crying. Like you guys, if you're not at that point, like, trust me, you're nothing gets like, there's nothing that you can't handle after that happens. Like it's fucked. It was awful. So the thing is, is like, if you're like, yeah, I just like, I don't know. I was like annoyed and I ate a bag of chips. I'm like, cool. Been there, done that. You know what I mean? Like, it's all good. There's no judgment. I've been there. I'm not going to like make you feel bad. Cause that's the last thing that you need is someone to be like, Oh, that's stupid. Like, why'd you do that? Like go do cardio. Like no one wants that. You know what I mean? Just not the vibe. All right. To finish up here. Uh, you care more about being perfect than seeing results. So because you're so like content in like being a perfectionist or being all in all out, you need to identify. So whatever you believe about yourself, you need to reinforce that and you will reinforce that over and over and over again until you basically fulfill that. So if at your deepest core level, you're like, I'm a perfectionist, I'm all in, I'm all out, like that's just who I am as a person, you are going to find ways to fulfill that identity over and over and over again until you change it. So for example, I used to be like that too, all in, all out, perfectionist, whatever. And then I realized that I wasn't getting anywhere. So now I'm like, I let myself be imperfectly perfect. And what I mean by that is that like, when I mess up, I give myself grace instead of expecting it to be perfect. The one that I'm really still, if I'm being honest, still focusing on is working harder instead of smarter. I'm someone who is like a workhorse. I will keep working and I will grind myself down into the ground and like be like exhausted, not eating, like not going to the gym, like to get stuff done. Like that's like, that's like, like that's who I am. Right. Or like who I like, I guess identify as. And so I've been working really hard to change that, but it is very hard for me. Like I have to actively catch myself and make sure that I set timers to eat. I have to set timers to go to the gym. I have to set a calendar reminder to get up. Like that's like the, the thing that I'm working on because naturally I will do that. And so if you naturally know that like every time you eat certain foods, you're going to feel like you have to just quit you have to actively tell yourself that we're not doing that this time. And this is where obviously having that accountability helps, but you can do it on your own. It's just, you have to catch yourself in the action. So if you're like, you know, I'm a perfectionist, I need to cross all the boxes off. And then one day you don't cross all the boxes off. You're not going to want to like look at those boxes for like two weeks because you're like, like on the app, we have like little things you check off. It's like a to-do list. And it's like, you're going to be like, oh my God, like it's, it's not perfect though. It's not perfect. Or if you see my fitness pal, 
and it doesn't line up exactly, you're going to be like, oh my God, it's not perfect. But the thing is, it's like, do you want perfect or do you want results? Because those two things are completely separate. And the last one is, is if you worked out four times a week and ate hundred grams of protein and got 10 K steps in your energy would be way better. A lot of the times you don't have the energy to work out because you're not eating enough food. Food energy comes from food. It comes from sleep. It comes from water. Like guys, take care of yourself. You're like a fancy house plant. Okay. Think about this. If you didn't give a plant water for two days, or if you didn't, um, you know, I don't know, I guess they don't really sleep, but I don't actually, I don't know how plants work, but whatever, we'll go with that sleep. And then also like, if you're not eating enough food and you're not eating food that actually gives you energy, it's like, you're like, yeah, I have no energy, but you're like, your whole day consists of like an ice cap from Tim Hortons, uh, McDonald's McDouble. And then you're also having like KFC for dinner. It's like, no shit, you don't have any energy, like not to be rude, but it's like at a certain point, like no shit, right? Like that's like what nutrients is in that? You didn't have any vegetables today. You be, you're basically you're surviving on coffee, sugar, and carbs and like processed meat. It's like, no shit. There's no nutrients in that. So it's like, be smart about it. Like, honestly, there's a point where like, don't play stupid. Okay. Cause I used to play stupid. I used to be like, Oh, I have no idea. And then it's like, you're looking at your food and you're like, yeah, that's probably why. Right. And it's like, yes, it might take a little bit of work or a little bit of preparation, but you're going to notice that like, once you start doing it, you are going to feel better. And there's tons of ways to do it where you can actually like make it more convenient. And like, it's also, it's also different when you take out the option of having skipped the dishes, when you take out the option of ordering pizza, like right now, um, when I'm focusing on my gut health and my allergies, takeout isn't an option for me right now, because I'm focusing on gut health and allergies, right? So like, if you stop focusing on weight loss, because weight loss, you're like, well, I can have like this, or like, I don't really care about losing weight today. So I'm just gonna eat this. But it's like, if you focus on like how you feel when you eat certain foods, certain foods no longer become an option. Like when I eat breaded foods, my stomach is killing me. And also like when you have lactose issues, or when you have like intolerances, it's not just the pain and like the gross part that happens, like when you eat something, it also wrecks your digestive system. It's also like, why do you think it hurts? It's doing something to you. Like it's not good for you, right? So it's also like if you respect your body, and like, if your kids, for example, are like, Oh, I'm lactose intolerant, you do everything in your power to like, make sure that they don't have milk. But for yourself, because you're like, well, I'm not good enough, right? Because let's be real here. One of the limiting beliefs for a lot of us is like, I'm not good enough. Why would you like not eat that? Because you don't think you're good enough. So you're going to act accordingly, which is like, you don't give a shit what you put in your body, right? So like, if you actually want to start like self love, and you want to start actually like taking care of yourself, and you want to start feeling like you're good enough, then one of the things you need to do is like treat yourself like you would like say you got a brand new car and you love that thing you're like oh like I love that if you guys don't like cars whatever works in place of but it's like oh my god my baby like you know I spent say you spent like a ridiculous amount of money on it you're like oh my god my $70,000 van I love it whatever the case might be if you guys have kids and you know you have to buy a van or whatever and you're like oh my god and like if there's trash in there you're gonna take it out right if someone spills food you're gonna clean it up if you uh spill something or if like you know something like scuffs the outside you're gonna go get a car wash treat your body like that literally and watch your self-confidence skyrocket without you even changing weight just start treating yourself like something you care about it's crazy but it really works and honestly guys as soon as you do that you're gonna notice that like your weight loss comes your strength comes like all these kind of things come because like you think that you're worth it and you know that you're worth it and you start actually acting accordingly it changes the way that you look at yourself and also how you feel about yourself and you show up different, you just show up different, because it's like, you know, that you've taken care of yourself, you know, that like, when you go to eat, you're going to eat something that makes you feel good, rather than something that makes you feel like shit, because like, you start believing that you're actually good enough to do so. 
Okay. So ended on kind of a deep note, but I hope you're having the best day. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this was helpful. Um, again, these are things that I think you've heard over and over and over again, but I hope just, you know, sometimes you just need to hear it one more time for it to stick and uh, we will talk to you soon on the next episode. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.